ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to this bonus edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. What I wanted to talk about is three words. I love you. More specifically, I want to talk about it from the male perspective. What I realized over a period of time is is that those three words, love was always felt, at least for me growing up. Like I never didn't feel loved, right? For my parents, family, friends, anything like that. But growing up, I don't in the 80s and 90s and even in the 70s because I was born in 72, right? I don't think I don't I, I can't remember. I can't remember being told or telling another man that I loved them or they loved me. And I had my father in the house. My uncles were around. Um, but again, the love was felt, you know, there, there was no doubt. And, and I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that my dad didn't tell me he loved me. Cause I'm sure he did. I just don't remember it. And I don't remember saying, I love you too, dad. Like that. I think, Cause I remember, it's funny. I remember my uncle, rest in peace. My uncle Sonny came home from Chicago, came to our hometown of Florence, South Carolina, and uh, you know, and so Uncle Sonny was there for like a week or so, and then it was time for him to go back. He was about to leave, and my mom was like, "Go give your uncle Sonny a hug, tell him goodbye." And so I went to go give him a hug because you know we really didn't hug a lot back then. But and he stuck out his hand like to give me some dap. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I, I think I think that's probably because I think at that time the way the world was, men, at least the men that I saw, black men, didn't really tell each other that they loved each other. Because they didn't want it to come off as being, you know, homophobic or anything like that. And, you know, there's a huge, huge issue, obviously, in the black community with, you know, homophobia and everything like that. And, and it's 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 not as bad as it once was. I can say that because we definitely if you grew up, if you were a young black kid growing up in the 80s and 90s, you definitely said some homophobic things, myself included. And you know what I'm talking about. And so, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't apropos <laughs> to tell another man that you love them, friend or family. Um, and I don't know if it was just because we were young. I don't know if it was just because that was just the way that it was. I don't know if it was just because we just didn't. 
And I really don't have a great answer for why, because, you know, when I think back to, you know, my father, my uncles, my grandfathers, even though I didn't really know my grandfathers, um, I'm sure they came up in an era where, you know, they had to be hard. They had to be tough. They had to be, you know, all of these things because black men were going through hell. Black women were going through even more hell. But that's another story for another day. Right. So growing up in this civil rights era, Jim Crow, all of this stuff, you know, I mean, I don't have to go back that far. You know, my great grandparents were slaves. Right. So I don't have to go back that far. But even in saying that, I don't know how my great great grandfather, I don't know if he, I'm sure he loved his kids. Did he tell them he loved them? Did he encourage them, particularly the men, to tell each other that they loved each other? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I just wanted to give you a little background. But yeah, growing up in the 70s, 80s, and you know, 90s, no, no, no. You, you weren't going to tell another dude you loved him. <laughs> people would be like, man, were you gay? As if gay people were the only people who show, expressed their love. And at the time, they may have been. And maybe they were just ahead of the curve because, you know, you just as a straight man, straight black man, you just didn't tell another straight black man that you loved him. And I think that was wrong. Um, But somewhere around the time that I got to... I want to say now, just for context, my, my parents got divorced when I was 13, almost 14 years old. Right. Uh, but again, I there's without any doubt, I knew that my dad loved and still loves me to this day, you know, and, and expresses it. Um, but I don't think, you know, the men in my life, um, probably up until the time I graduated from high school, going into college, I, I don't think the word love was kind of thrown around a lot. Uh, it was something that was understood like and it's funny because like I had friends who had similar fathers uh, you know they didn't tell their sons that they loved them but their sons knew damn well that they loved them uh, or maybe maybe they did and maybe but it was something it wasn't something that was said every day right and I don't necessarily know if it was something that was missed I mean we were fortunate very, very fortunate to have our fathers grow up in the houses with us and still be active in our lives and things of that nature and I, I talked about it on here before, you know, our definitions of fatherhood came early for us. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we missed the boat in telling each other that we loved each other. I mean, yeah, you know, you'll hear guys say this all the time, man, hood love me. You know, I, all my, the only love I ever got was from a gang or the only love I ever got was in the hood. And yeah, the people in your neighborhood do love you. You know, they have sometimes a funny way of showing it, but they do love you. Um, but sometimes if the father isn't there or there isn't an uncle there or a pastor or a mentor or someone from the church or a coach, you know, that black, that young black kid grows up with no love from a black man. And that can be problematic for him in his life, because how can you show love? If you've never been shown love, how can you give love if you feel like you've never been loved? Uh, so, you know, it's really hard and very tough to ask a young black man 
to love his young black woman if he's never been told that he's been loved or never been shown that he's been loved or hasn't been shown the way that he needs to be shown. But I'm a firm believer in, yeah, you, you got to tell these kids that you love them. And again, that wasn't, it wasn't a word. It, these words weren't necessarily flung around when I was in the house growing up, but definitely by the time I got to college. Um, and I guess, I don't know if it was because my parents probably realized like, Hey, this, this kid is, he's out there. He's, He's doing his thing and he's not, you know, our little baby anymore, you know? So, uh, I don't know. I, you know, that's probably a better question to ask them, <laughs> but, um, yeah, by the time I got to college, I, I do, I, I distinctly remember, um, a woman that went to our church. Her son was a year older than me. And um, unfortunately, he got murdered. I can't remember what happened, but he got murdered. And I think after that point, when my mom and I would talk on the phone or when I, we would see each other, when I would come home from school, she would always tell me that she loved me. Always. We would end the conversation with, you know, expressing our love for each other. And that had never happened when I was in high school. It never happened uh, when I was a kid, you know, running around the house or anything like that and, and and again i don't want anybody to think oh man 12 kyle's parents didn't love me <laughs> no they did they just it just wasn't something that was said and again same for my dad you know it, it was yeah they he, he he was saying it more um and the same for my uncles my uncles uh you know my uncles really were an extension of my father and i'm talking about my mom's brother because my dad's brother was murdered when i was two so never really met him um, but yeah, my, my uncles, you know, they express their love too. And I guess it was the transition of me going from being a young man to, uh, a, a man, if you will. And then subsequently that love kind of trickles down and it, it, it festers into you and your friends because like me and my friends, we've always had love. Like that's not a question. I mean, I grew up in a house with my younger brother, who's almost three years younger than me, and we've always had love, you know, but even our relationship was always strong and got even stronger once I went to college. And then he came to college three years behind me at South Carolina State. So we were at school together um, and we always expressed, you know, our love Um and that was that was di different because we expressed our love, but again, it wasn't something that was thrown in, around in the house. Um, but yeah, between my brother and my friends, yeah. By the time we got to college, I think that's when we started seeing things, and and I think part of it too is when you look around, and then you start seeing people leave, leave this earth, like. You remember what happened to Reggie? Oh, man, man. Yeah, man. Sad what happened to Reggie. It's like, wow. You're like, Reggie's the same age as me. <laughs> you know, what happened to him? Oh, he had a heart attack. Wow. Oh, shit. That's messed up. Like that type of thing. And the love came. And then I think what happened was life experiences and you're watching your boys become fathers, you're watching your friends become husbands, you're watching them, you know, go through life. And same for me. It, it all happened for me. And then when you 
spend time apart when you see each other before you part you said you tell them you love them and it, it got to a point where it's put me where i am now where i have absolutely no problem in fact I, I i like to do it you know you see your friend you tell them you love them period that's it black men we love each other i love i'm gonna always love my brothers and when i mean brothers i mean brothers as far as black men um i got love for man and mankind but i love my brothers i don't want to see any hurt harm or danger come to any of my brothers uh if you've connected with me on any type of level i have love for you whether or not i express it or not i do black man but yeah i have no problem saying and, and again it, it wasn't something that was ingrained in us but yeah I, I have no problem telling another man another black man that i love him because i really do and again i want to see them prosper i want to see them succeed I, I don't want any hurt harm or danger to come their way and then subsequently ironically from the words not being thrown around in my house it was different for me and my my sons uh we have three sons and i told them that every single day and you know, if they don't know any, I mean, of course, they know a whole bunch, but they know that their dad loves them. Now, especially with the older two being away at college, you know, when we talk on the phone, we text, hey, I love you. Love you too, dad. You know, like that. Same with my dad. And I think that's important because, you know, I don't, the, the thing was, I, I didn't ever want them to feel or think that nobody, you know, at least their old man didn't love. Of course they know their old man loves them because everything that I do is for them. You know, a lot, a lot of what I do is for them. I don't do stuff for me, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's love. And so even though I may not say it to some of you who may be listening, because, you know, I don't know who's listening to this, but I have no problem, again, telling another man that I love him because I think when you tell someone you love them, one, you're expressing yourself, but you also instill in something in them that, hey, I hold you to a certain standard. And I think we probably would be a little bit further along than where we need to be if we express those feelings to each other as far as saying, hey, man, I love you. Because there's a lot of kids out here that's, you know, wilding and doing a lot of stuff. And honestly, they're not being loved. And they're not being told that they were loved. You know, when they're behind bars, it's too late to tell them how much you love them. When they are laying in a casket, it's too late to tell them that you love them. When they've decided to leave and go off and chase a dream and run away from home or whatever the case may be it's too late to tell them that you love them but tell people you love them tell tell men tell black men that you love them. black men tell yourselves that you love yourself because here's the thing if you have self-love you're highly unlikely to harm yourself or others that's a fact 
Look it up. If you have self-love, you're highly unlikely to harm yourself or others. And if you have self-love, then it's easier to love others. But now, I don't give a damn about Kyle. I damn sure ain't going to give a damn about anybody else. But like I said, it's, 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 it's love. And again, I think I've instilled this in my sons, you know, but I've also told them and we've had conversations about the word love, especially when you get in that, you know, your relationships. But beside the point, I think it's important that, you know, they express to their friends that they love them because, again, that lets them know. And then it also puts them in high regard. It makes them feel good about where they are and where they are in that friendship or the relationship. But, yeah. Without a doubt, we we the words I love you didn't fly off, fly out of most, I don't want to say most, a lot of black men's mouths in the 80s and 90s. It just didn't. It was something that was understood. And I get it, but I don't think that we should have done it that way. I think if we do it now and we're enforcing it and reinforcing the fact that we love each other now, you know it could definitely help out the next generation. But yeah, it, it, it's, it, it'll, it'll, fall, it'll, it'll flow off my tongue so easily because I do. I truly do love you. Now, if you out here doing some wild shit, <laughs> I love you, but you're going to need to stop doing the wild shit. <laughs> but um, yeah, so any, any, anybody listening to this podcast particularly black men if you are listening under the sound of my voice do me a favor do yourself a favor and do us a favor when you see another black man today as you listen to this podcast just say hey man i love you and i'm gonna tell you what the response is gonna be the response is is perfect the response is gonna be I love you too, bro. Or I love you too, bro. Or I love you too. Or back at you. <laughs> the ones that hit you with the back at you, that you know, that they ain't really all the way there yet, but you know, they're, they're on the way. And honestly, that is a very disarming sentiment. Because, I mean, not that I want to be robbed, but if you come to rob me and I tell you that I love you, you're probably less likely to hurt me. Now, you still might take my wallet. Clown. But no, let's 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 take time to let's take time to do that today. So so again, do me a favor, fellas, all of you listening to this. And then I implore any one of you, anybody, especially even if you're not black tell somebody that you love them you know whoever tell another man that you love them. not i mean you're gonna tell your woman that you love her but tell another man that you love him. but particularly for my black men tell another black man today today that you love him and watch what happens ladies and gentlemen that's gonna do it for me thank you for checking out this bonus edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle i'll catch you guys next time Five thousand.